Jesus, man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Thank you uh, for joining us. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude and hope you had a marvelous Thanksgiving holiday with your friends and relatives and gave them all big hugs to increase your oxytocin and other great hormones. Social relationships, ladies and gentlemen, number one factor in living longer. And grateful people are happier, less depressed and less stressed and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. An attitude of gratitude not only boosts joy and general life satisfaction, it is also the best single predictor of good relationships and benefits both your sanity and your physical health. So in keeping with our theme of increasing our health span to equal our lifespan, we want to take today to introduce you to the to the the uh, subject of detoxification and why it might be necessary. But one other thing, you know, it's really interesting. Again, all because of the uh, bureaucratic people running this country right now, uh, guys like Fauci that have no experience at all, and I do encourage you to read uh, Robert F. Kennedy's new book on the real Fauci. And as he details in how Dr. 
phony Fauci has just destroyed this uh, country and world. And now he has done it before and how his leadership has not been anything stellar. In fact, it's been the opposite. He's relied on drugs and vaccines rather than lifestyle modifications. He's relied on drugs all the time instead of natural treatments. He has suppressed treatment for this COVID Chinese virus like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which could have cured hundreds of thousands of people and ended this Chinese virus syndrome in a couple of months. But he had an agenda to get a shot, a clot shot in every body possible. And in so doing, you know, I'm just reading right recently in uh, the Center for American Life. And, and it's really amazing. Many Americans do not have a large number of close friends. About 50% of Americans ha report having three or fewer close friends. Okay, it, it looks like there is not only a, a demise of social relationship, but also a demise of friendship. You know, the friend that you can share things with. It looks like most of us have acquaintances rather than friends because a true friend has knows you in depth, knows your history, knows your stability or, or instabilities and has a deeper knowledge of you. Sharing your private thoughts and feelings is really important. And it looks like we don't have those close friends anymore to do that with. We don't share our thoughts, our feelings, our actions. So they are more than just an, equate, an acquaintance. So I want to keep that in mind you know, an attitude of gratitude. Why don't we have deep friendships anymore? Because true friends help form our personalities. And a lot of times they, co they complete what we lack. True friends can encourage us. They can enrich us. Without true friends, ladies and gentlemen, we, re we really remain incomplete. You know what a true friend really does too? It's a, it, they can prevent us from suffering from pride and, and egotistical character defects. So we have a lot of people around us, but are they really true friends? Is there anyone who looks to you for advice or who you can turn to for encouragement? Is there someone that you uh, can love and esteem, not merely for what you get from them? Is there anyone whom you would gladly assist in his or her time of need? Okay. What's happening to friendship in our culture? I don't know. So, 
toxicity. Why do we have to detox? Well, 10 years ago, the average German had 20 toxins over what could be detected in their blood. Today, it is over 500, over 500 toxins in our bodies. And when we get contaminated with these man-made toxins, our bodies compartmentalize them. They store them in the fat. And eventually these compartments reach a threshold that they affect your immune system. So your immune system can no longer control the microbes necessary to prevent infections and immune disorders. Two major water-soluble toxins are vaccine preservatives, thimerosal, which is mercury, and the herbicide glyphosate. Well, you thought they only used glyphosate and Roundup to kill weeds. It's in vaccines. And these particular water-soluble toxins, they accumulate in your kidneys, in your lungs, in your bones. And the fat-soluble ones like benzene, insecticides, pesticides, and herbicides, they like to settle in the fatty tissue. And that makes them a potent neurotoxin that can affect your brain. Because why? Because your brain is mostly fat. So in our next podcast, we will talk about the different methods for detoxification. There are strategies to remove both the water and fat-soluble toxins. We'll talk about the work of Dr. Dietrich Klinghart. MD, PhD. He has been known for his successful treatment of neurological illnesses. And he, he's the one that keeps talking about the exponential increase that is not compatible with life of these toxins. And I want to impress upon you that toxicity from toxins and infectious disease go hand in hand. And what have we talked about for the past two years about our gut, where that contains 80% of our immune system? And what is it controlled by the microbiome? So um, we want to talk a little bit about retroviruses. You know, Dr. Judy Mikovits brought this to everybody's attention years ago. She tried to alert us to the fact that embedded in our DNA are retroviruses and that certain environmental conditions disable our mechanism to silence those viruses and then they become active. And for an example, a human HIV, human immunodeficiency virus is a retrovirus, but there's hundreds more. And they all disturb your immune system and make it less responsive. And if we don't have a good immune system, we're uh, vulnerable for whatever comes down the line. A study in the British Medical Journal 
estimated that perhaps 75% of most cancers are caused by environmental and lifestyle factors, including exposure to chemicals. Another report done by Columbia University School of Public Health estimated 95% of cancers caused by diet and environmental toxicity. This report states, also stated that most Americans have between four and 800 chemicals stored in their bodies. Remember, Dr. Klinghart said 500. This, this fits exactly with what he was talking about. Body fat has been tested and found to contain residues of hundreds of chemicals. Metals such as mercury, cadmium, antimony are everywhere and they all can have an effect on our systems. For example, lead can block red cell, red blood cell formation. They can block all kinds of receptors and they are toxins. Our modern living, ladies and gentlemen, has confronted us with unnatural substances. You know, uh, uh, experts, Estimate that we are affected by approximately 60,000 synthetic compounds each and every day. And since we don't have the enzymes to get rid of them, to excrete them, they cannot be eliminated. This, this can cause a huge disturbance in, in our metabolism. They can build up in our body so that you, you see, you see it in your friends, you see it in yourself, a greater incidence of allergies and diseases. So that's why we want to talk about detoxification. Now in 2002, now there's an old report from the EPA, but they reported us facilities released four. 0.7 billion, that's what it'd be, pounds of toxins into the atmosphere. 72 million pounds are known carcinogens. Depending on your size, you inhale three to 8,000 gallons of air each day. So don't you, it doesn't make sense that you're, you're going to inhale some of these toxins. Did you know that the Center for Disease Control by the way, they are not a government agency. They are a private company that spends most of their money buying and selling vaccines. And they are, I think up to 45% of their budget is, is from big pharma. The CDC reports that up to 95% of all chronic illnesses are caused by toxins and pollutants that are in our bodies causing diseases like MS, lupus, fibromyalgia, cancers, Alzheimer's, autism, and on and on and on. Asthma, allergies, reproductive and sexual libido dysfunctions. So it's an important uh, subject, ladies and gentlemen so that we can be healthy throughout our lifespan. So we are exposed to toxins in our food, 
in the air we breathe, in the water we drink. So what are we to do? Well, there are some magic things we, we can do, and we'll, we'll talk on them about them in our next podcast. But I want you to know that there is a reason why we have to talk about it. And we have to talk about the heavy metal toxicity that we have to deal with. Because exposure to heavy metals is believed to be a contributing factor, if not the root cause of symptoms like low energy, mood disturbances, cognitive changes. Heavy metals, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. First, enter your bloodstream from exposure to farmed fish. Well, we'll start out in our next podcast explaining a little bit about farmed fish. Contaminated water, dental fillings, and household products. Remember a while back, I did a program on the largest organ of the body, the skin. And you know, we use a lot of laundry detergents and they have a lot of chemicals in them. And then we put these clothes on our body and they get directly into our system. Where at least if when we ingest toxins, they, they are filtered through our liver and kidneys. And of course our intestines. These metals can travel throughout your body, penetrate your cells and your organs. They can be stored for years. So is there a heavy metal detox plan? There's something we can do, but I want you to be aware of it. So what are the heavy metals when we, that we talk about? We're talking about mercury. We're talking about lead. We're talking about arsenic, cadmium, aluminum, nickel, uranium, thallium, and others like lithium, iron. According to the Scientific World Journal, quote, toxic metals such as arsenic, cadmium, lead, and mercury are ubiquitous and have no, no beneficial role in human homeostasis. That means has no role in keeping our body healthy and contribute to non-communicable chronic diseases. And guess what? They are stored in the fat. So your body fat tries to protect your organs by trapping these, these toxins. That's, that's the reason why some people can never lose weight because the body in its infinite intelligence doesn't want that fat to go because if that fat goes, it's going to release all these toxins into your system. So that might be one reason that you can't lose weight because those shrinking fat cells can release those dormant toxins. They're not bothering you right now because they're in your fat.
They can accumulate in your liver, in your heart, in your endocrine glands, and in your kidneys. And when they get too heavy, you have symptoms associated with neurological diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis. So you may be, you may think you have symptoms of aging, like memory loss and increased fatigue. Oh, I'm just getting older. This is normal as you get older. So you may not realize that it is the heavy metal exposure that may be a contributing factor. Chronic fatigue, autoimmune diseases, skin irritations, neurological disorders, psychological disorders, insomnia, irritable bowel syndrome. You know, the e, uh, EWG, Environmental Working Group, they released their 2021 Dirty Dozen list, a shopper's guide to pesticides and produce. And it serves us as a reminder that we still have a lot of work to do when it comes to cleaning up the food system. They found that this year, 70% of non-organic samples tested positive for at least one pesticide. Get this, a single sample of kale collard and mustard greens contained up to 20 different pesticides. And the recent report also raised some red flags when it comes to non-organic citrus. It didn't land on the dirty dozen list, but they were, the EWG found that almost 90% of citrus samples analyzed in 2020 tested positive for Amidazole, a fungicide that can interfere with hormone levels. Now, the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, dubbed this fungicide, uh, fungicide as a likely human carcinogen. And it isn't also bad because they also came up with a clean 15 list. And guess what? Washing and peeling of produce will not remove all pesticide residues. Because, for example, they actually peeled the bananas before testing them. Then the blueberries and the peaches were all washed before they were tested. 90% of the samples of strawberries, apples, cherries, spinach, nectarines, and leafy greens tested positive for residues of two or more pesticides. Spinach samples harbored 1.8 times as much pesticide residue by weight than any other crop tested. And it's, it's in all of the dirty dozen found in potatoes, spinach, lettuce. So what's the dirty dozen list while we're on the subject? Number one on the EWG's dirty dozen list is spinach. I mean, strawberries. Sorry about that. Strawberries, number one. 
Number two, what do you think? Spinach. Number three was kale, collard greens, and mustard greens. Number four was nectarines. Number five, apples. Number six, grapes. Number seven, cherries. Number eight, peaches. Number nine, pears. Number 10, bell and hot peppers. 11, celery. And the 12th one on the dozens is tomatoes or tomatoes. All have pesticides and herbicides. 90% of the strawberries sampled, apples, cherries, and spinach, and nectarines, and leafy green, greens tested positive for residues of two or more pesticides. And remember what I said, kale, collard, and mustard greens had up to 20 different pesticides. They get stored in our bodies, ladies and gentlemen, and they cause disease, and they cause your doctor to go get gray hair over trying to figure out why you're always tired, why you're, all, you're always having these allergy reactions, why you just never feel as good as you think you should feel. So am I making sense? All right, let's just talk about the, the 15 that are clean. Number one, avocados. Number two, sweet corn. Number three, pineapples. Number four, onions. Number five, papayas. Number six, frozen sweet peas. Eggplant, made to clean list. Asparagus, broccoli, and cabbage, made to clean list. Kiwis, cauliflower, mushrooms, and honeydew melons, made to clean list. And number 15 comes in cantaloupe. So do you think it might be wise to choose organic to avoid the GMOs and all these fruits and vegetables? It's almost like the Fram oil filter. Pay me now or pay me later. The cleanest in the, in the clean group were avocados and sweet corn. Over 70% of them did not contain pesticide residues. And to stress the need for organic fruits and vegetables is that multiple pesticide residues are extremely rare on the clean 15 vegetables. The report also focuses on uh, raisins. And what was different was raisins scored worse than strawberries, nectarines, worse than apples and cherries. In fact, 99% of raisins contained at least two pesticides, according to the 2020 version of the EWG report. Raisins, ladies and gentlemen, that we put in our cereals, in our salads, and in our food.
One of the contributors to the EWG list said that, quote, if raisins were included on in our fresh produce rankings, they would have outranked strawberries of the food with the most pesticide residues. So that EWG.org is a good organization. They, they test water samples from different communities. They test uh, laundry detergents and shampoos and soaps. And thankfully, there is a link between switching to organic foods and lowering your levels of pesticides in your body. So it looks to me like there should be some action by the people that say they're so concerned about our health at the CDC to improve our access to healthy foods and to ban dangerous chemicals in farming. But do you see uh, phony Fauci doing anything about that? No, he wants to have a vaccine for fruits and vegetables, a vaccine for toxins. They're not talking about that. And I do want to mention that, you know, we definitely eat too much sugar. And I want, I want to give you on our next podcast some strategies to detox from sugar. And just to allay your, your, you know, your, your fears, because fear has been the driving emotion of this pandemic horror. It has led us to give up a lot of our rights and has allowed our governments to usurp our freedoms. Virologist Barry Schaub, the head of the South Africa's Ministerial Advisory Committee on COVID-19 stated, quote, it is unlikely that it's going to cause more severe disease. Certainly what we've been seeing up to now, the great majority of patients have been mild. In fact, there hasn't been a very substantial increase in hospital admissions so far, unquote. So what does that mean? We have not seen any severe disease yet from this. So how is the government going to use this scary from South Africa to control us? And those of you that believe in getting a flu shot, do you know in that flu shot, there's thimerosal, hydrocortisone, and, and, chemicals I can't even pronounce, polysorbate 20, polysorbate 80, baculovirus, cellular DNA, beta propiolactone, gelatin, sodium deoxychlorate, canine kidney cell protein, and DNA, Tritonex 100, egg protein, gentamicin, an antibiotic, gentamicin sulfate, and formaldehyde, the embalming fluid, and there's also neomycin and more. Would you consume any of that? But we're getting it injected into us, aren't we? 
So if we want to increase our health span to equal our lifespan, we have a lot of work to do. So tune into my next podcast when we will talk about some detoxification strategies. We'll talk about a detoxification for glyphosate, for aluminum, fat-soluble toxins. And how about the parasites that grow because the host immune system is, is compromised? And don't forget, I have been on a, a crusade for years telling you about avoiding electromagnetic fields because that's also imperative if we're going to have an effective detoxification. The cell phones, the modems, the Wi-Fi routers. You'll never be completely healthy until you minimize the EMFs in your environment. Dr. Klinghart thinks it's the most important issue of our time. He says Wi-Fi is destroying life on our planet. And he said, it's unfortunate that titanium and aluminum, if it gets into our bodies, like the uh, dental implants, they act as antenna for Wi-Fi. And when you have an amalgam filling and you make a phone call on the side where that has the filling, the speed at which mercury is evaporated from the tooth is increased multiple times. And as one of our mercury guests, mercury specialist uh, guest a, a year ago stated that mercury can open up the blood brain barrier, allowing that mercury to get to our brains. If we want to survive these crazy times, we have to be as metal free as possible. You know, one phone call about seven minutes long can activate the Epstein-Barr virus. The virus that causes mono and chronic fatigue. Dr. Klingar found a linear relationship between the cumulative exposure to man-made radiation and chronic illness. What does that mean? The more you're exposed to, the more ill you are. And this Wi-Fi can unleash these human endogenous retroviruses to cause chronic diseases. All right, so that's, there's a problem, right? Because we want to be healthy as we age. We want to be young at an old age. We don't want to be older than our chronological age. And that's what's happening to us in America. That's what's happening to us. So back to basics, ladies and gentlemen, don't be afraid to work up a sweat. Don't be afraid to expose yourself to some sunshine.
If you can't expose yourself to some sunshine, remember we've talked about vitamin D3 and K2. Filter your water as best you can. Eat as clean as you can. Vitamin C is not only good for your immune system, it is also a potent detoxifier. Okay. All right. So tune into the next podcast of Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored, and we'll start to talk about how to detoxify and keep it simple. Okay. Because if it's complicated, you're not going to do it. I won't do it. Okay. Well, have a great rest of the day. See you on our next podcast. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you, I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.